It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Bree Howard Darling. Hi, Bree. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing today? Great. I always love talking to you, and I saw you last at the She Rocks. Um, right. I, I love the song you all performed. It's, uh, you know, are you, are you amazed at, you know, your whole journey in music? I mean, were you, did you always want to be a musician? It's the only thing. It's the only thing I've ever done. I, I started when I was fourteen. Wow! And uh, I, I had not really, at that point in my life, thought about anything else that I had wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, this is it for me. Yeah. And I'm still doing it, so I guess this is it. You are still doing it. And how does that feel to be doing this, all of this? I love your singing and everything. You know, I, I feel like the lucky log uh, fell on my head. I, you know. <laughs> at this point in my life, to be able to still be doing it and to have the opportunity still coming my way, I, I, I couldn't ask for more. I feel, you know, my life is good. Did you always uh, want to be a drummer, or did you start off with something else? Um, that's a funny question, because mm-hmm. I didn't start out as a drummer. Um, you know, my parents, bless them, they were the best. You know, they encouraged us, which is an Yay. awesome thing. Wow. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I, 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 my, my, my mom asked us, okay, what do you, there were three of us. There, I had a, a, one of our, my, my younger sister, our younger sister was 10 years younger, so I won't include her in this part of the story, but I had two brothers, uh, half two brothers and myself, and my mom asked us, okay, what instrument do you want to pick? Mm-hmm. And we weren't, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to think about it. It was like, pick one. And um, I, I picked piano, and my younger brother picked drums, and my older brother picked guitar. And uh, she went out and made that happen. Both my parents made that happen. They got We didn't have a lot of money. But the piano that she bought us, she got it, I think, from a, a thrift store or something. It turned out it had a broken bridge, so it wasn't usable. Oh. And we couldn't afford another one, so that one just sat in our house, and we tinkered on it for a while. But a band came to audition my brother to play drums in their band, and I was sitting on the drum set when the manager and the guitar player showed up. Okay. And they hired me on the spot. <gasps> what? And so, yeah, and I didn't even really know how to play, but there I was banging away on the drums. My uh, my brother, you know, gladly gave me his drum set to go play with this band, and that moment in time, I was 14 years old, changed my life forever amazing um and i'm forever grateful for you know my both of my brothers just you know there was never any envy or jealousy or you know i i took his job i took his job i know and he said you go girl and to this day you know he 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 follows what i'm doing on facebook and i love it. all the support and encouragement so that's how i became a drummer i'm an accidental drummer um i was you know, kind of good at it, and yeah. and I and I love doing it, and it just became my life. You know, um, and I was a drummer first, and then I found out I could sing. So I love your voice. Did you? You never took singing lessons. You just went from different bands, and how did how did that work? Yeah, actually, in in the first band when I was fourteen, I was uh, the drummer, and I I sang backgrounds, but okay. I didn't really sing things. And then when I joined June and Jean in the Spelts when I was sixteen. Um, I sang my first lead vocal, and that was a song by the Four Tops, Reach Out, I'll I'll Be There. Mm -hmm. And I realized, oh, I can sing. This is cool. This is fun. And I think 
as with everything I do in life, it's, I, I go, oh, this is cool, and I do it not realizing maybe I'm good at it, maybe I'm not, but if it's fun, do it. And That's good. I'm fortunate enough that sometimes it turns out to be good enough that it takes me to the next level, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, that's how I discovered I could sing, and, and I just love singing, I love playing, and I, I think I just, I'm like Mr. Magoo, I stumble into things <laughs> and it works out. You know, and, and it, it's good because I don't hear like, well, I didn't have the confidence. Like, you just seem like you were you were just comfortable in your own skin giving it a try, and you'd see how things went. You know, it, it's so funny because in a way, you're exactly right. I, I It's more fun than I'm afraid. Uh, the, the thrill is bigger than the fear because mm-hmm. I do have fear, but the thrill of it is much bigger than my fears. Yeah. And... Uh, and that takes me out there doing it anyway, in spite of those those fears that I have. Um, and it, it, that's something that I like to put out there because I think people think that that the brave ones are the ones that are out there doing it have no fears. I'm here to tell you, I might look completely confident, but I wake up every day with you know those little nagging fears. And it's something that I want I want to write a song about. You should because I think it's a, it's it's an important thing, and if you meet those fears and if you just do it anyway, then, you know, you beat that, well, you beat that giant down one more day, you know, it's yes. just, and it's not to say that it won't come back, but at least you beat it down one more day no, you're and right. uh, propels you, you know, Hey, and some people don't have them and, you know, bless them. That's awesome. But you, I do. I, I, I do them. too. You know, I heard this great line in the song, don't let fear take the wheel. Yeah. Because it's very easy to let fear take over. Absolutely. See, and that's so great that you say that because people think that someone like you in your position who can talk in front of, you know, millions of people mm-hmm. and sound confident, they think that you that you have no fears and Oh, so many. So we're here to say, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yes. Definitely. And that helps other people know that okay, I have these fears but I can I can do it anyway. I think it's really important to confront your fears and you know, as a lot of people say, do what scares you. But it's so true because the more you do something, um, the more you're going to forget to be fearful. You're just going to naturally start doing that thing. Right. Or, or if you can beat it down one more time, you might then, then the next time you are confronted, you might go, okay, I, 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 at least I can face this one. I might not win. And, and also, too, sometimes you might not win. You might lose, but that's okay because the more wins you have under your belt, the more the more, you know, yes. the more you have in the bank to to face another battle. Yes. Um, I'm, you know, it's like the older I get, the more I realize how important it is to be a real human being instead of being a pretend one who's got it all together. Oh, right. Because really, who really has it all together? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I used to think that I was the only one who didn't <laughs> and that everybody else did. Everybody had the perfect relationship. Uh, oh, please. The, you know, the perfect confidence, mm-hmm. the the best education, you know, the smallest waist, right. all that stuff. Sure. And now I'm realizing we're all in the same boat, man. We are. It's all smoke and mirrors. That's what I call uh, social media. You know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And, you know, people have their own fears and insecurities. I think that's why there's so many selfies. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. You have a a really interesting um, backstory as far as, you know, you didn't just do one thing. And I think, you know, 
like I said, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. Do you find that having these different adventures into acting and, you know, you you worked in TV and theater, that it, it kind of helped you, you know, sort, th- sort through your, you know, your life staying out of a funk? Um, you know, I, I, I'd like to stay, say that I stayed out of the funk, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, 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 I felt I waited in the funk a bit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm really fortunate. You know, things came my way, and I was in places in, in my life where I was able to embrace a lot of the opportunities. I also lost a lot of opportunities, and I let a lot of them go. But then I have to say that led me to where I am today, and I'm I'm feeling, like I said, pretty fortunate that at this point in my life, uh, at this age, to still have opportunities and, and to be where I'm at. I'm, I'm grateful for that. But, yeah, you know, I, I got to make movies, and I don't Great. know how that happened. <laughs> I'm I'm not encouraging necessarily that people let things happen to them. I think it's great to go after things. Yes. Um, and, and I, 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 I'm just learning about more about myself. I, I just found out in the last couple of months that I have ADHD. Who the heck knew? Now really? I, I, yeah, I look back and I go, Oh, that's why I knew in school. Yeah. I knew that I was smart. I knew that I wasn't stupid, mm-hmm. but stuff wouldn't glue to my head, you know? Right. I was going, why is that person next to me answering these test questions so easily after having read a chapter when the information wouldn't glue to my brain? Yes. But if, if I was interested in something, I, it, nobody knew it better than me. But if I didn't have a particular interest, I couldn't get it to stick. Right. Like, if, if I'm interested in something, you can't tear me away from it. Exactly. But if I, if I can't really understand it if it doesn't make it past the barrier Mm -hmm. it just flies away what made you decide uh, excuse me what made you decide to go get tested for adhd i was having anxiety oh and and uh and i needed to deal with it because it was starting to really be difficult for me to to just to function Mm -hmm. and so i was told that i had adhd and all of a sudden i went and you know I have friends and I have relatives who have that condition. It never even occurred to me. And I went, oh, my God, you know, why didn't I know this before? But now I think to myself, okay, I didn't. And there's certain things that come along with having ADHD that are pluses. You know, yes. there's, it, you can be very creative. You can really focus on the things that you love, which is what I, ha- I recognize I've done. So in a way, it's a blessing. And either way... I'm stuck with it, and it is what it is. So, exactly. you know, I, I just take it for what it is. But uh, going back to what you had asked, you know, I got the opportunity to do a lot of things, and and I lost a lot, a lot of opportunities as, as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I, I think that it's fantastic. Listen, at the time, like I really wanted to get into acting. Um, a friend had turned me on to acting classes. And, and the reason she did was because she felt like it would help just being on stage in, if for music, you know, sure. being able to uh, be, have a better stage uh, performance. Yes. And I took these acting classes, and I really wanted to get into it, but at the time I did it, there were not a lot of opportunities 
for minorities. Okay. There were no opportunities in television or commercials. There were none. So, but in spite of that, I had taken these classes and a couple of opportunities did come up. I got to do this movie called Android where they were, it was about it was a, a science fiction. It was about the future. Okay. And so they were looking for somebody who wasn't just your average looking person. So I got the part. Perfect. Yeah. Um, it, so, so yeah, I, I did get to do a lot of different things, and, and most of them were artistic endeavors. And uh, I think it's great. Yeah, you know, I have a, a lot of creative outlets, and I'm grateful for them. You know, I got to make these cakes. I've got to oh, build I want to talk about that. houses. Yes. You know, I got to do a lot of creative stuff, and I am grateful. The, the Cake Wars, you won in 2016. How did that come about? You know, I, I, uh, I was watching, you know, when cake shows became popular and uh, uh, Duff Golden had that show, uh, Charm City Cakes, mm-hmm. I saw it and I looked at it and I thought, man, I could do that. Of course, I'd never done it before, but I decided <laughs> I could do it. And so uh, um, I, a friend of mine was having a... His wife was having a baby, and I decided I was going to make them this kind of funny uh, cake. And I decided, of course, I can carve that. I can cover it with fondant. I can make it look the way I envisioned it in my head. Okay. And I made it, and it was uh, a, it was terrible. But <laughs> but it's because I didn't know how to use the materials. But oh. I knew in my head that I could do it. Okay. So I didn't make that. And here's what ha- I have to tell you this because it's really funny. Yeah, please. I, I made this, it was a, a baby head, and it was uh, the shape, an oval-shaped baby head, and I put a big screaming mouth crying with, Gosh. you know, tears coming out of its head and funny little hair poking out of its head. Funny. And so mostly it was a big mouth screaming. Yeah. Um, and you could see down into its mouth. Well, I made it out of red velvet cake because I thought that would be really cool, and I covered it with fondant. Well, little did I know, or no, excuse me, I covered it with, uh, buttercream icing, All right. and then I think I might have put fondant over it. Little did I know that red velvet cake, the red in it, would seep up through the buttercream, white oh. buttercream icing. Oh. So by the time it was done, it didn't look too bad, but the red seeped up through the icing, and it looked like the, the baby had a rash all over its oh, face. Oh, no. Eczema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I... So I decided this is not this is not a good thing to give to my friend a yeah. baby with a rash. So yeah. I tossed that cake, and then I I I I think I the next cake I made it was better, and I I, I did make one for him and gave him I gave him a cake for his baby's christening, and it was beautiful. And so that kind of got me into it, and it was sort of accidental. I was I was making these cakes for my friends, and then people started telling people, and all of a sudden I was getting orders and. Wow. Then uh, there was the show Cupcake Wars was already on, and I was wondering, I wonder if they'll ever have a Cake Wars instead of a Cupcake Wars. Yeah. And the minute I saw that it was on there, I looked it up online, and I, and I asked to submit, and they said, yeah, send it here. I sent in a thing and sent a couple of photos of my cakes, and they said, yeah, come on. And I went on, and we won. It was uh, amazing. Amazing. But I, I think that's that weird kind of boldness where you just go, I can do that whether you know you can or can't. And Yes. And that's been something that I've kind of done is like, I think I can do that. And, and after I, like somebody will call me and say, 
hey, can you make a cake that's like um, leopard print? Um, yeah, yeah. Can you can can you do this? And they'll come up with some kind of weird like, oh, what, this this woman said. My husband's a race car driver. Can you make a car on two wheels on its side going around a corner? And I said, sure. Hang up the phone and go, what, what did I just What did say? I just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you do it. Amazing. But the leopard print, nobody asked me for. I was just, um, I was in a little uh, local cake decorating uh, workshop. And I just thought, wow, people decorate the outsides. How about the inside? And I thought, hmm, how about a leopard print? Oh, I so I thought that. of this idea, and it took me a year to figure out how to do it. A year. Whoa. It took me a year of experimenting because, you know, batter, the first few times, the first what 40 times I did it, it all looked great when I put it in, and then I'd bake it and cut it open, and it was all one color. It all mixed oh. together. It took a long time to figure out how to make that happen, and, it, yeah, it took me a year to perfect it. And I... I haven't looked recently, like within the last few months, because now I'm back in music mm-hmm. and I'm pretty, you know, 100% of the time, but uh, other than the house that I'm building. But um, um, I, I still haven't seen a leopard print cake like I make it. So it's amazing. I, I don't think anybody's figured it out yet. Now, well, you said you're building a house? Mm-hmm. Another skill you have. Well... Here's the thing is like I, I've the houses that that I, I've remodeled um, um, a couple of houses mm-hmm. and I actually did the physical work myself like drywall and whoa you know, really yeah 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 hammering studs I did all the the house that I live in right now I did all the tile work myself and I Fantastic. I'm not willing to do carry eighty pound buckets of you no. know cement anymore no but. The opportunity came up. One of the properties that that we own down the street, the oper- uh, the city opened up. Uh, it's permittable to divide properties and uh, build another house on the same property of a certain size. Okay. So I just decided, why not? So I split the one of the properties into two, and I'm building a smaller house. And it's so cute. It's small. It's nice. not a tiny house. Yeah. But it's a little house. Yeah. But it's just so cute so I found an amazing contractor and I designed it and I'm over there every day and we're kind of you know plotting it and planning it together and it's just amazing and it's despite the fact that I'm not physically doing it I'm still way in there yeah you're overseeing everything and yeah yeah and uh you know and I did the whole pulling the permits myself which I'll never do that again because that's just way out I you know at this point I want to focus on the music thing, but I couldn't help it, and I'm in love with building this house because it's just turning out so good. That's but, exciting. You know, it's another artistic endeavor. It's it not is. just a house. It's a. It's. I'm in love with it. You I know? think it's great. It's it's another side of your creativity. Yeah, yeah. So so, so we, things are good in my world, but but music I want to make my main focus for right now, and then while I'm doing the music, I'm also uh, working on my memoirs. Oh, you are. Yep. Why not? You know, while I still can remember things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can remember it all. I yep. think it's great. Uh, is that a long time coming? You've been you've been pondering that. You know, I've been thinking about it for a while, and then I've actually been physically uh, working on it now for about six months, and uh, I want to dedicate more time to it, but. 
right now, you know, this is a this is a real special time. I'm 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 creatively and physically able to still play mm-hmm. and still sing, and that's precious. You yes. know, yeah. I mean, you, I I don't know if you're aware of what happened with uh, the with Fanny Walk the Earth. No, um, you, you know the. The last time you and I talked, yes, I was sitting in my car in the parking lot of a, a rehab facility. Okay. G- Jean had just had a stroke. I heard that, yes. Right. Yeah. And I was actually there. It had just happened. So I don't know if I told you at the moment. No, I heard it announced, I think, online. Yeah. It had just happened. So I was there. And I, 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 I didn't know if I could talk about it yet because, you know, it, it is just, I was at the rehab facility. Okay. Oh. So, um, uh, so, how, what was my point? Well, first of all, how is she now? You know, she's coming along really well. Good. But she's still, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a battle. Yes. So we're trying to figure out what the next step is right now you know but but my point is that you know it's it's this is a this is a uh, this is precious the ability to still play drums and to still sing mm-hmm. i'm not taking this for granted i'm doing this until i am not able to do it anymore good this is this is something that i have done since i was 14 years old mm-hmm. and you know i just played at the uh um St. Jude's Children's Hospital uh, benefit last night. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Um, I played drums and sang with Cherie Curry from The Runaway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah, Cherry Bomb. And it was so fun. And I got to play and sing. And it was just awesome, Aww. you know. And, and, and it just, I, I want to do this as long as I can. Yeah, so you should. You know, I've got a couple of other projects in the works. You know, Fanny Walk the Earth, we're, we're figuring it out. Yes. Uh, we've, we've got something that I, I, we, don't, we can't say for sure mm-hmm. um, that it's happening, but we've got something that's uh, in the works for the end of November. Okay, good. You know, we, we, we've, got some, we've got a documentary to finish that's being done, that's being filmed about, uh, about the story of Fanny and Fanny Walk the Earth, and about June, Jean, and myself. That'll be great. Yeah, so we've got, you know, we're planning on doing a show. Uh, Jean's son, Lee, will be sitting in for her on bass, but she will be there with us on stage. Oh, good. Yeah, so um, that's the plan, anyhow, you know. Yeah. Uh, But, um, yeah, so like I was saying, this this, this, this ability to, to still... Rock it out. Um, I was just, since it just happened last night, this uh, um, show that I did with Cherie, um, I'm still sorting through, that's what I was doing just before I called, I'm sorting through all the videos and the photos from that's last night and awesome. posting them on both my page and on um, the Fanny Walkeris page so that you oh, can good. see them if, you, if you'd like to. Yes. Um, but, you know, I'm going to rock it out as long as I can. You should. You should. Um, now, if people want to find out more about you, where should they go? You said Fanny Walk the you Earth. Know, yeah, you can go to my personal page, which is Bree Howard Darling on Facebook. And you can also go to the Fanny Walk the Earth Facebook page. It's a fan page. Okay. And um, that's where, you know, we're, that's so easy to update and keep real current. So those are the two good places to go. Right. And then also, um, 
you know, my husband and I, my husband, Dave Darling, produced the Fanny Walk the Earth record. And we also had a band in the mid-90s called Boxing Gandhis. Oh, I saw that. Right. And so we've uh, put the band back together to make a new record as activism. It's still art, yes. but it's activism. Um, we made, decided to make a record to raise money for the Border Defense Legal Fund and the ACLU. 100% of any money made will go to these causes. Great. Um, yeah. Dave started writing songs immediately after seeing the pictures of the kids in cages at the border. Ugh. And the record is done. It's mixed. And we're currently talking to record companies about partnering with us to put the record out. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's about uh, a beautiful songs. Um, you know, the, back in the back in the mid '90s, um, Boxing Gandhi's had a, a AAA hit called "If You Love Me, Why Am I Dying." You know, mm-hmm. we had uh, these. We did uh, big fun dance songs, but they always had lyrics that were, you know, were social commentary. Okay. We called ourselves the Thinking Man's Party Band, and <laughs> okay. we called ourselves a lot of things. Yeah, porch funk. But um, <laughs> you know, it, it was a big fun band, but important messages, or at least important to us. You know, and this record is about immigration, racial tension, uh, the distribution of wealth, and taking personal personal responsibility for what's going on around you, and just trying to make a world a better place. So yes. that's coming out. That's a record that I love. Okay. With Sounds people great. that I love. Um, so that's another project that's going on. And, and I've got another secret project. So I want to stay in touch with you. Yes. I, I want can't you let to. the cat out of the bag just yet. All right. But so you'll have to soon, talk to me again then. <laughs> yep. That's right. We'll be talking again. All right. But um, soon. But that's in the works as well. So there's a lot going on. And I'm just happy to be able to be this active. I'm more active now than I have been. I know, isn't that funny? It's crazy. It is so funny the way it works in life. Like, the older you get, the more busy you are, and the more you're doing all these fulfilling things, and I think it's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, man, I feel like the lucky log fell on my head. So cool. So, unfortunately, we have to wrap up, um, but I will um, post this, because this has been a great conversation, and then... Are you performing anywhere else that people can come see you in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Um, not right now, but okay. that could happen. And um, just the thing, you know, it, and it won't be in L.A. When okay. we do the thing with Fanny Walk the Earth, it's going to be in uh, probably the Sacramento area because that's where Jean is and it's, oh, um, yeah. okay. it's easier for her. But we will be posting it on Fanny Walk the Earth and oh, good. check in with our record company, Blue Alon Records, because they will let you know what we're going to be doing. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. This has been awesome. Thank you, Janine. It was good to talk with you. If you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.